This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Ears up in depth. We are back with more Disney news. Which makes me feel weird saying. I don't know. It feels like we're like really trying, you know, to report on things rather than just, you know, being two idiots reading the Internet. Welcome to two idiots reading the Internet. <laughs> my, my name is is Jason. And then, uh, of course, we have Jeremy here. Big Jer. Welcome back, Jer. It's good to see you. Thanks. It's great to be here. I do think you should change the name of the show. <laughs> I like that. All right. We'll do that. It'll be the, the subtitle. For yeah. the show, if, if if not the subtext, I think is what it is. Jeremy, you are uh, you are a survivor. You have survived Hurricane Ian. Yeah, who else is a survivor? Who sings that? Beyonce, Gloria Stefan, Survivor. I won't go. Gloria Gaynor. Yeah, but then that's I, I will survive. survive. Yeah, that's I will survive. Oh, okay, I already have survived. So <laughs> that's right. I have to sing the other song. Yeah, well, we had a we had a hurricane here. Good gravy and it came through and it was a little sc- I was I've never been through one. So I was all day yesterday. I was really scared. Yeah, I bet. And I was like, what a mistake. Why did I come here? <laughs> well, you texted me a couple days ago. You're like, this is me. And here's a picture of your airplane flying into the thing. I'm like, why are you doing this? <laughs> well, there's no one at my house. And, uh, you know, I want to be there in case something gets damaged. I'm like, it could the thing could be you that gets damaged. What are you doing? Yeah. Go away. Stay where you're not. In the path of a of a storm. Yeah. Well, I hadn't. Uh, I didn't do all that math before I bought the plane ticket. I just went to the airport. And <laughs> just got on the plane. <laughs> all right. So I, but I am happy that I was here because I was able to take care of a few things that you know. I mean, like my upstairs neighbor's ceiling fan is in the yard. Oh, geez. So like you know, you did have to sort of. Not that I secured my ceiling fans, but <laughs> well, um, you know. I don't even know how I would do that. But, you know, I got all the furniture in off the porch and just think, you know, just to be here if the, if a window broke or something. But you're right. I was worried because then they started talking about uh, tornadoes. And that's actually the real danger. Like a hurricane in central Florida, it won't knock a building down because it's just too weak by the time it gets here. But the tornadoes that the hurricane creates, those can rip apart a building easily. And so that's when I started to get a little nervous. But then there weren't really many tornadoes with the storm, it turns out. So. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah, I guess I forget yeah. whenever, you know, where you are located in Florida, you know, because you hear about all the, the coastal and the coast got hit pretty, pretty hard. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, well, I'm glad you're OK. I'm glad you live far enough inland where, you know, you lost a tree. That's about it. I did lose a tree and I, I didn't even lose sleep. I was very scared because everyone said sleep in the bathroom and it's going to sound like a freight train is outside. And I was like, that's terrifying <laughs> especially if the power goes out yeah um i mean you so, wake up in the bathroom every once in a while but you don't go to sleep in the bathroom on purpose right no it's always just a it's an accident yeah right so um but it did that didn't really happen i mean it was yeah it was loud wind but it wasn't mm-hmm. enough to i i went to bed and slept no problem of course the half a box of wine i drank probably <laughs> helped helped with that situation you think so maybe yeah yeah, well, that's good, man. I'm glad nothing yeah. uh, glad nothing major happened to you. Thank you. Very welcome. Uh, all right, we got a couple of news bits here. I have, I think, four stories or something like that. Um, so I don't know if you want me to, to just kind of rip one out here. Ha- I have two and a half. Um, why don't you rip one out? <laughs> okay, whatever that means. <laughs> all right, but let's talk about a fun one. Okay. All right. You know, Jeremy, of the thousands of petitions online, this is a story about just one of those. It's not really like a Disney news story, but I find it very funny. So uh, I just want to talk about it. So what do you do? Do you troll petition sites? Because it seems you always know about a petition. No, but this one, this one, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll explain. A couple of weeks ago, someone sent me a DM on the Ears Up Instagram. And that DM linked me to a petition site I'd actually never heard of. Usually it's like change.org or whatever, but this one's called right. the petition site.com. <laughs> Very on the nose. 
In the message, the link was sent as a reply to a post I had done some weeks previous advertising about the latest Supreme Resort show covering the Pirates of the Caribbean rides. Part two. So if you thought what? TSR went on for too long, they have, they have a two-parter about the <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean rides. And this is this was part like, what two. What was the cliffhanger at the end of the first episode? <laughs> if you oh need my more, God, when is part two coming out? I can't take it. If you need more data. you should should check it out um so i figured since it was like you know replying to that i figured this was in response to that very specific episode and that tsr had mentioned something that this petition covered right pretty you know pretty uh okay assumption to make right logical that you would go down that path yeah so without clicking the link which because i make it a point to not click links that people just randomly send me that i don't know even though yeah, I'm, not, I'm not an idea. Yeah. I'm not like afraid that I'm going to get hacked or anything, but I just don't want to, I don't know. I just don't, you never know. Lunatics online. You never know. So I just replied back to this person. Ha ha ha. Wild. And I thought that was the end of that. I'm like, okay, I replied to this person. Maybe they're a listener. Maybe not. I don't know. They're sending me a story based on a show that we have. Wow. That's wild, man. Thanks for sending so that along. You didn't- you didn't look at you have no idea what they sent you, but you replied that. Yeah. That's amazing. I love that. <laughs> Thanks, man. Me. <laughs> uh, the person on the other end replied pretty instantly with a gif saying, you think I'm kidding. I'm not kidding. And then linked to the page again. So now. What? And so at this point, I had sent uh, the TSR boys the uh, the link and I go, what have you guys been doing? And then they're like, well, it's not us. We I have no idea what this is about. So I'm like, OK, then they, then they replied with, I'm not kidding. You think I'm kidding? So I'm like, OK, I got to look at it. I got to open it now. And it's something. It's really, <laughs> it's really something. Now, Jeremy, if I told you that there was a petition out there that wanted to retheme pirates of the Caribbean in Disneyland. What would you assume the petition would be wanting out of life, out of this refurb? Would be wanting out of a refurb? Yeah, like what would be the point uh, of a refurb? If you're going to go through all the steps of, of, of uh, doing a petition and, and DMing people unsolicited about it, what do you think the point of it was going to be? I don't know, to get the ride, to get you to sign it, to get the ride changed. To what? I don't though? understand the question. <laughs> <laughs> to get oh, the ride changed I, to what? What do you, what do you want the change to be? What do you think the logical change would be to a pirate's ride? Oh, you don't want to know what I would want to change it to. Yeah. What would you do? Well, what? I would want to keep it Pirates of the Caribbean, but get rid of Johnny Depp. Okay. So maybe that would be your petition. That's what you yes. would maybe think. I'm trying to get into your headspace if you were me. You could, you could never. You could only be so lucky um, <laughs> to, to think like, what would you what would you think this this was? So here is the title of this petition. Now, this first thing I'm going to say is entirely one word. There are no spaces. OK, retheme pirates and the Caribbean. That's one word. No spaces <laughs> for the princess and the frog at Disneyland Resort. Oh, that's the title. They want it to be Princess and the Frog. Right. Because, but that doesn't, I don't know. I guess, I don't know. So here's the, here's the text of it. Splash Mountain is re-theme into Princess and the Frog on 2024 at three Disney parks. And it's an outrageously ridiculous to own humankind. <laughs> Who wrote this? What What is this? This doesn't make any sense. No Petition. One... I don't know. I think what fans really need is to re-themed pirate and the caribbean ride into a brand new the princess and the frog ride plus rethemed restaurant bayou blue into tiana's place only at new orleans square at disneyland park at disneyland resort in california that's is truly what princess tiana was thinking about this whole time because she was born in new orleans louisiana her hometown where her's where's her story begins to the very end and besides, she's rather have a cave adventure and a restaurant much more better than a mountain. Hashtag add to your bucket list for hashtag retheming pirates and the Caribbean at Disneyland Resort. Hashtag Tiana's Caribbean journey. Can I tell you something? Well, first of all, it doesn't have to be in the Caribbean anymore. Like, right. It's just it's just a dark water ride about Tiana. I actually think that there's merit to this idea because of the restaurant. I mean, yeah, yeah, I, I guess you could make it work, but I don't think there's merit to it. Well, I think it 
it does. I mean, they make a good point. Like, why are you sending her down a mountain? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. But like, here's a nice boat ride with a with a with a restaurant attached. It already seems like it makes sense. I agree. I it, think it, I'm on board. Where do you I think sign you're this? on board? I will send you the link. <laughs> just all you have to do is just Google search "retheme pirates in the Caribbean," and you'll find yeah. it. I'm sure. But I'll I'll you know I'll send you the link if you really want to. If you want to think. So do you think? Yes. Do you think it's someone who speaks a different language and maybe used a translating tool? I don't. I don't. And so here, here's why. So let me go on. So naturally someone sends me this. I read this. It's, you know, definitely um, a lot of incorrect language and, and punctuation. It's non-existent sometimes. So I was curious as to what kind of person, number one, calls it pirates and the Caribbean. <laughs> anyway, uh, what I found was mainly in a case. So I looked through their Instagram account. Okay. Right. And what I found was mainly an account devoted to making weird fan art of voiceover actors and wishing them a happy birthday. <laughs> I mean, done in word with their headshot in the middle and oddly sized screen caps of the characters they voice with the same message underneath every single one of them. Happy birthday. Enter name here. Hashtag God bless you on your special day. XOXO. And then the person's name. Every single time. Just the same same this formula so weird then there's the random religious posts like monday blessings may the lord protect you and keep you in his loving care have a great week or just a fist made of what looks like lava with the words god is all powerful next to it and lava. yeah that's that, okay that's that's nice there's nothing wrong with it but peppered in there in these these like happy birthday posts uh, to to you know celebrities and the religious texts there's some really pointed Disney criticisms mainly leveled at the changing of Splash Mountain to Princess and the Frog. Mm -hmm. The first post was back in December 2020, and it's great. It's a promo pic with Louis the Gator and Tiana, right? And then next to that, there's a clip art of what is meant to be like a bandit or a thief, right? And they have like a high coat collar flipped up, a fedora. They're sneaking on tiptoes and they have a bag. Like the classic, you know, like 40s, I'm a, I'm a robber, right? Yeah. And this has the, again, classic red circle with a line through it over that mm -hmm. clip art. So like no burglars or whatever. And below that are the words, thou shalt not steal, Exodus 2015. No other context. I mean, <laughs> that's just it. It's just very that? weird. I have no idea. Then she's uh, plugging her petition here and there, the same petition I just read with hashtags like make a difference, human rights and justice <laughs> for Princess Tiana. I just I don't understand. It's from a convoluted mind. I can't figure it out. On April 9th of this year, we were blessed with keep calm and down with Disney plus stealing copyright from Fox Studios hard work over 18 years ago. That was one uh, hashtag down with Disney plus take down Disney plus and go woke, go broke. I don't know how you found my personal uh, Instagram. <laughs> Later, a justice for Song of the South meme was posted. They want justice for all of it, it seems. They want justice they want for a justice lot of for people. Tiana. Yep, Song of the South. Then came a weird run of anti-Disney staff posts, company headshots of the people who were supposedly working on the Splash re-theme with either the red X's over their faces or circles with a line through it or sometimes both. Well, you gotta drive the point home. Very manic. Uh, just a few weeks ago on August 30th, keep calm, save Splash Mountain for your human rights, stop cyberbullying. That was another <laughs> one. <laughs> now, look, you can think whatever you want to in this country. I mean, this person isn't all bad. You know, they posted numerous times about masking up and how great that was and, you know, stuff like that. But I'm always curious as to the intersection of like religion, like hyper religion, I guess, and Disney culture. It does seem like some of the more passionate Disney fans do have a tendency to be like very religious. And this lady is no different. And again, it's not a knock. I, I do honestly find it genuinely interesting that someone would care so much about a movie that probably less people have seen than haven't seen, which would be uh, song of the South. Right. And a ride that wasn't even really themed much to said movie in the first place. And then want to not only preserve that ride for some reason, which honestly isn't a very good ride. The best part about Splash Mountain is the drop. That's it. The ride is kind of like, meh, whatever. But, oh, I don't agree with that. But to shift to one of the most iconic Disney properties ever. 
That's just wild to me to replace the most iconic Disney ride for no reason. Right. I don't know. Just because you like Song of the South or whatever. I will. For- what about Justice for Pirates? How about that? <laughs> justice for the redheaded pirate lady. I will forever <laughs> be curious about what motivates people and how the Internet can can magnify that motivation. And like I said, I'm you know, religion do whatever you want. I don't it doesn't bother me either way. But it's like they're very focused and very aggressive with their with their, you know, concepts. And then just to sort of shift it and like let it spill into Disney and then come back. <laughs> it's just I don't know. Right. It's very it seems very uh um weird and 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 oddly placed focus, but uh I thought that was interesting. So you know what, uh Alex, good job on you. I hope you get your um there's uh, so far there's nine supporters of a, they have a thousand gold. Um, okay. There's been four updates. Would you like to hear them? Updates to the petition. petition. Yeah. So okay, nine sure. months ago. So this is petition has been on well for nine months. Update number one. Hashtag make a difference. Hashtag human rights. Hashtag retheme pirates in the Caribbean at Disneyland Resort. Hashtag Black Lives Matter. Update okay. number <laughs> update number two. Tiana Place will be replaced by Blue Bayou Restaurant in New Orleans Square at Disneyland Park. What? It's the other way around, isn't it? <laughs> I guess. Update three. This is about a month ago. Quote, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Philippians <laughs> 4.13. That's the update. Update number four, about a month ago. It says, please sign this petition for a worthy cost. <laughs> There's something... There, this we're not dealing with. I'm sorry to say, but I don't think this person's dealing with a full set. They might be a few, <laughs> a few crayons short of a box. Uh, the first person to sign, so this is ten months ago, was Alex, the person who started it, and they said to release pirates for the freedom. No, excuse me, to release pirates for freedom at Disneyland Park at Disneyland Resort with a move on petition and return home back to Disney's Magic Kingdom at Walt Disney World Resort, Orlando, Florida. Where they belong for a change. Uh, so there's that. And then, you know, there's, there's, uh, you know, uh, eight other people. There's a Nancy, there's a Pamela, there's a whatever, there's a Julie, there's a Larry. Then eight days ago, which was the day that I sent this to the group. Oh. There is a name on this petition from California, Terrence G. <laughs> Terrence G. <laughs> what? So. You know, and Taryn found that and she goes, what is this? And she called Terrence out. She goes, oh, so you're signing the thing. She goes, that is not me. And she's like, well, the Internet says something else, Terrence. So Terrence is officially on record saying he wants the care. I don't know. I just thought it was a funny coincidence. Like the day, the day that I send this around, someone called Terrence G spelled the same way. Signs this petition in California. It's very weird. Hmm. Do you do you think someone is lying and using his name? No, I feel like Terrence Green from Cal. There's probably a thousand Terrence Greens in California that would be that would know this on that day and sign. Like that's know. so weird. I think he signed it. Also, knowing Terrence as well as I do, he probably didn't even halfway read it. He like a cor- uh, an eighth of the way read it and was like, "Yeah, I'll sign it," because he's you know he's sort of just that guy. He's like, oh, you send me, you want me to sign a thing? Yeah, I'll sign a thing, man. Look, right, he, he looks at it as doing a favor. Right, 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 right. So it probably was. <laughs> and he just didn't want to get harassed for it. He totally did. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that's 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 what's been going wow. on in my DMs. And I um, sometimes Jeez. I really like uh, figuring stuff out. And so uh, hopefully I didn't offend anybody. But uh, oh, yeah, I'm it was just glad I- it was weird. It's a weird thing. And uh, I, I'm completely fascinated by it. Okay. You want me to go now? I do. Get out of here. Walt Disney World Resort, along with most businesses across the state of Florida, were forced to announce on Tuesday an at least two day long closure as Hurricane Ian strengthened en route to Florida's West Coast. So uh, I'm going to tell you more about this. The hurricane initial forecast last week had the storm making landfall far northwest of the resort near the state's Big Bend region that would have spared central Florida from the worst effects of the storm. But as the weekend wore on, the likely path of the hurricane settled directly over central Florida and the Orlando metropolitan region. Earlier in the week, Disney had waived all cancellation fees for dining 
uh, dining and hotel reservation changes or cancellations. Then on Tuesday afternoon, Orlando International Airport announced it would cease all commercial air traffic from 1030 a.m. Wednesday morning. Wow. So the airport closed before the theme park. <laughs> I mean, I guess it makes sense. They're clinging. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like the airport's the last to go. It's like a very, like a necessity. Think so? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I would look at it like things are in the air that could be knocked down versus, you know, you can hide. Don't, doesn't Walt Disney World have like shelters? I have no idea if they have okay. shelters, but I think the, I think their hotels are built very, very well okay. to withstand, you know, bad stuff. So Disney soon <laughs> followed. Bad stuff. Disney soon followed with their closure announcements. Disney had initially announced a closure of both of its water parks, miniature golf courses, and select resort hotels, including the Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground, Copper Creek Cabins at Wilderness Lodge, the Treehouse Villas at Saratoga Springs, and the Bungalows at the Polynesian Village, and the Galactic Star Cruiser. Those were the first. So they hadn't announced parks were closing. But the thing about Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground is those people aren't staying in a building. They're in RVs and tents. Oh, that's right. Yeah, for sure. That that had to happen. And it was interesting. Someone posted a picture of the parking lot at Magic Kingdom on Tuesday, and it was filled with RVs. Because what they did was they took all the people, they stored their RVs at Magic Kingdom, and they put them up in empty rooms in their regular hotels. So they didn't kick them out. Okay. So all the RVs were backed up in the magic kingdom parking lot. what a mess man crazy yeah but as hurricane ian's track became more certain and closer to the disney world property a further announcement revealed disney was closing its four theme parks for at least two days as well disney springs was announced as closing for wednesday with the possibility of a thursday reopening depending on weather conditions but Disney Springs ultimately did stay closed today as the storm was still raging in central Florida through the night and early morning hours. Refunds were provided to guests with tickets to Mickey's not so scary Halloween party, which was slated for tonight, Thursday, the 29th of September at magic kingdom. Disney suspended all hotel check-ins from 3 PM Wednesday through Thursday, the 29th of September. So no one can even after three o'clock, they stopped doing check-in because they needed to start getting everyone like in and a word that I've heard so much in the last two days, hunkered down. That's all everyone's. Oh, we're going to hunker down guys. You know what? Just hunker down. It's such a good word. I that, can't take that in mouse house. I can't, I can't deal with either of those. Disney is renowned for their hospitality and relative safety during Florida's hurricanes. It's quite common for people from around the state's coastal areas to rush to central Florida and Walt Disney World to shelter during severe weather. Disney provides meal kits, solidly constructed buildings and character meet and greets throughout the storms in their resort hotels. Actually, you have talked about this on the show. Yes. Isn't there an episode about this? Yeah, it was in 2017, which was when the other one hit. Our friend Miles was there. During the hurricane at Orleans, I guess is what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Guests staying at the resort during Hurricane Egan also found several restaurant options were available to them at the various resorts, though Disney did ask all their guests to shelter in their rooms from 9 p.m. last night as the storm's effects began to be felt more strongly. Disney has further suspended new hotel reservations at the resort through October 2nd. So if you're looking to book a room at Disney this weekend, hmm. you cannot. I thought things were dying down though. Why? I mean, cause today's the 29th and what is the second, like three days away or something like that? Sunday. Sunday. Okay. Right. Yeah. So uh, new reservations can be made Monday. I don't know. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll adjust that, but hmm. I think they were, if they have got a lot of people ride out crews that have to stay there. A friend of mine actually was part of the ride out crew at Swan and Dolphin. Um, What's a ride out crew? You have, they have to keep the hotel staffed, but you can't have people commuting during a hurricane. Right. So you ha- they give, Oh, you have to go and you stay. Okay. So if you're working at the hotel or whatever, you're, you're staying there at the hotel for the next few days. Correct. Okay. Interesting. I don't know how I'd feel about that. I think it might be kind of cool. I think it would be totally cool. Yeah. And you can bring family. Oh, I bet you're allowed to bring family and pets. That would be so cool, man. Part of the ride out crew. Yeah. Suddenly you get, uh, I don't know, free room for like three nights with your family. I I think it's great. Yeah. I wish I actually, there was a point where the hurricane, like, right. Of course it was right at three o'clock when check-ins weren't allowed anymore. And I was like, I should have gone and stayed there. It's probably safer. (laughs) I was like, 
well. I mean, it probably is, man. I, I think they do have some sort of shelter. So yeah, you know, but well, now that the hurricane has made its way back out to sea, Disney has announced this afternoon that the parks and the Disney Springs Entertainment District will begin a phase reopening tomorrow, Friday, September thirtieth. So things are going to be coming back online. That means that guests hoping to celebrate Epcot's 40th anniversary on Saturday will be able to. Okay, nice. Um, so that's really exciting. The phased hours, would you like to hear how they're doing it? I would love to, actually. Okay. Let me go to spectroradio.us and read the <laughs> blog post that's over there. So opening up first tomorrow morning, early Theme park entry will begin at 8 a.m. for the Magic Kingdom and will last for two hours. That's for hotel guests. Um, at 10 a.m., all guests can enter. The park will close at 6. And from 7 to 12 will be the Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. Epcot will start at 9 a.m. with its early entry. And the park will open to all guests at 11 a.m. with a normal 9 p.m. close. An hour later... At 10 a.m., Hollywood Studios will offer its early theme park entry to hotel guests. And at 12 p.m., all guests will be allowed to enter with a 9 p.m. park close. And Animal Kingdom will open at 11 a.m. with early park entry and 1 p.m. for all other guests. Wow. 7 p.m. park close. So they're staggering each park by an hour and then phasing in guests. So just hotel and then all guests, I think just to kind of get ease, ease everyone back in Disney Springs will operate from 10 a.m. to 11:30 p.m. as usual. And fantasy gardens, miniature golf will run from 3 p.m. to 10 p.m. tomorrow. So that's the phase reopening. We don't know if that they'll follow that on Saturday or if Saturday, we just return to normal park hours, but this was just released to cast members around seven o'clock tonight. Wow. That's cool. So that's uh, how late breaking this news is. <laughs> nice. RGH in the chat was saying that uh, hurricaning in Disney is like a thing. It's totally a thing. The people just go to the Disney Resort when they know there's a hurricane. Like maybe presumably, like you said, because it's safer. Um, yeah. You know, but also, yeah, I don't know, man. It's safer. They provide you with meal kits or the dining option. Some dining options are open. The buildings are well constructed. And they they take care of you and you're inland. So, you know, even this hurricane, which is, I think, the fourth largest ever to hit Florida. By the time it got heat to central Florida here, um, you know, there it was a category one. And that isn't really going to tear apart a building so that right. you're just generally relatively safer than being on the coast. Um, there was a lot of flooding here, though. That's the one thing, because there's oh, wow. lying areas and it's, you know, swamp, former swampland. Yeah, well, that's true. I mean, I saw a video. It was on TikTok, unfortunately, but some lady was in her house in an inflatable raft, and there was probably four feet of water in her like lower room, and you could see the water level uh, mid window at the outside. Yeah, and like what's left of her palm tree just flapping. And I didn't really hear what she was saying, but she was something like she's just waiting. Yeah, I mean, was, like, dude, what, I don't think that's even in a boat. I don't feel like you're safe in your house when you're in a boat. I don't know. I don't <laughs> should have yeah. got out, I guess. Well, I know all of the roads that lead to the airport are flooded. So that, wow. that they're waiting to see how that. How they deal with that before they can open the airport again, because you couldn't even get there if you wanted to, um, unless you have a high water vehicle. And they were, you know, there were nursing homes in Kissimmee that were having to be evacuated this morning because they were flooding. So it's been it's there's some really bad, even though we don't get the brunt of it, like South Florida, that flooding really causes a lot of issues for a lot of people. Yeah, we got up to 17 inches of, of rain here. So it's wild, man. Uh, Disney has started notifying cast members of their return. Some were being called back as early as 9 p.m. this evening, which seems a little fast because Soon we're you- being <laughs> we're being told here to shelter in place. Like okay. they don't want anybody on the roads because there's first responder and emergency vehicles are out there trying to deal with all this other stuff. Right. So, and the other thing is, there's a lot of power outages, and so a lot of traffic lights aren't working. So you've got all these. F- now everyone just has to treat it like a four-way stop, but people don't know to do that. So suddenly Disney's making thousands of cast members commute in the middle of all of this. It seems like maybe that's not the best idea. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, <laughs> but there's magic to make. Move over. Give, we have magic to make, guys. Get out of the way. Right. Give it a, maybe give it one more day. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Can we just like let's let's get us 
cleaned up a bit here. Yeah. So that's what's happening. I mean, Kissimmee and the downtown Orlando region, starting Lake Yola, there's so much, there's just huge swaths of, of uh, flood zone, but Disney is pressing ahead with their phased reopening plans tomorrow. And then of course, Epcot's 40th celebration will be happening on Saturday. And I have to tell you that I will be at that. You will. All right. Are you going to do live streaming, Jer? I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going <laughs> to run around and go nuts. I can't wait. 40 years. I hope there's a special fireworks tag commemorating it. <laughs> you got to get that hashtag. Our friends at the 21st Amendment Brewery welcome the warmer weather with the release of their brand new hoppy pilsner, Coaster Pills. With a label that depicts a magical portal into an amusement park of flavors, Coaster Pills has a good time around every turn. Coaster Pills is wonderfully clear and bright with a beautiful straw color and tight white bubbles. It has a snappy flavor with crisp lines and wonderful citrus tropical hoppy flavors and aromas. Plus, at 5.4% ABV, it'll help you coast right through your day like only the 21st Amendment can. Coaster Pills, as well as our summertime favorite Hell or High Watermelon Wheat, are available wherever you find great craft beer. All right, very good. Uh, I have one short story here. I'm going to take a quick break, Jeremy. Okay. Okay. You're a big fan of the monarchy, aren't you? <laughs> oh, my word. I I left. I was in London during the funeral. Oh, yeah. Did you stay in? Did you queue up and uh, pay your respects? No, the casket I didn't shake it or something or I didn't do that. But I oh. did leave a bouquet of flowers in uh, in the park by Buckingham Palace. Nice. Well, one of Queen Elizabeth's final acts, apparently, I mean, I don't know, maybe that's too dramatic, was to bestow knighthood on two people in the Disney universe. Star this is Wa- like she's got five minutes left and she's like, you know what I have to do? Know, that's what that means. Yeah, they're like, uh, ma'am, you can't actually pass away yet. You have to do these two things. Yes. Uh, Star Wars composer John Williams and former Disney CEO Bob Iger were the last honorary knights to be approved by the late Queen Elizabeth II. Will what did Bob Iger do for the <laughs> British Empire? Like, I don't understand. Oh, just wait. Just you wait. Williams, who is 91, was cited for his services to film music, while Iger was recognized for his contributions to UK-US relations. What? Right. 100%. As soon as I heard that, I remembered that time when he gave Meghan Merkel a job and I'm like, Oh, okay. That's exactly what this is. That's gotta be. He gave Meghan Merkel a narrating job because Prince Henry or whatever his name is. Harry cried about it. Prince William, whoever it is. Henry, Harry. Well, Henry is his name. Oh, we'll see. There you go. And, uh, you know, bada bing, bada boom. As they say, three or four years later, we got a new night. But did she ever get that job? Yeah, she voiced. She yeah, she voiced a whole documentary. Oh my god, that was so annoying to me. Yeah, to and me this sounds Sir. like payola. I, like Sir Bob Iger. The yes. honors list published on Friday also included chef and TV presenter Ken Horm. Ken Hom, who was made an honorary CBE. I don't know what the hell that is. Commander He's, of the British Empire. Oh damn! Look at you. He's recognized for his charity work, culinary arts, and education. Williams is considered one of the world's greatest film composers, definitely, and has won numerous awards in, uh, during his long career, including five Oscars. Wow. That's crazy. He's behind scores for blockbusters like Jaws, E.T., Harry Potter, Saving Private Ryan, Jurassic Park, Schindler's List, and the Indiana Jones series. I don't know why they're not referencing his greatest work of all time, which was for Star Wars. I have no idea why the BBC is thumbing their nose at Star Wars. What about Jurassic Park? They say Jurassic Park. Oh, yeah, I mentioned it. Duh. More recently, he composed the music for another Steven Spielberg memoir movie, The Fablemans. Who cares? <laughs> um, yeah, blah, blah, blah. The Queen or now King Charles III would then informally approve the list in letters or since each nominee. Uh, apparently, the nominees have to accept the proposed honor. So you know that Bob Iger was happy to slam his mark on that piece of paper and say... Oh. Call me sir from now on, please. Yes, that guy can't stop patting himself on the back. I, I just, for improving U.S.-U.K. relations, what type of crap is that? How, I don't understand. You bought a bunch of IP, you bought existing IP, and then now suddenly that's like, I don't get it. Well, and also like, 
angry. We have the the special relationship between the U.S. and the U.K. has existed long before Bob Iger became CEO of Disney. I don't know. I, I feel like, like we needed help. We didn't have troubled relations, and he stepped in. I don't know. It was the new Cold Wars, the co- the culture wars <laughs> uh, between you know if flavor is really with a U or not. And he stepped in and was like, "No, no, you guys, it can be both. <laughs> it really can." Yeah, I don't get it either. It's annoying. It bothers me a lot. And I don't know why. I don't really care. But also, it's like the last thing that this man needs is a knighthood. Ugh. Come on. And, and then just for that, for improving relations, doesn't make any sense. I don't like it. I'm going with my conspiracy theory of this is a, in return for giving that brat a job. Oh, brat. <laughs> oh, brat. <laughs> know, I'm sure she's perfectly fine. Um, all right, let's take a quick perfectly fine. I don't like her. <laughs> uh, let's take a quick break, Jerry, and we'll okay, come right fine. back and uh, do a couple more news stories. Huh? Get out of here. Sounds, sounds grand. All right. Hang on, everybody. We'll be uh, right back. In-depth reporting Disney news that's probably not made up. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for hanging on. We're going to get to some news, uh, but apparently it just came to my attention that D23 is going to be live streaming from Epcot on Saturday. I feel like we should do something about that. I feel like we should uh, live stream and provide our unique brand of live stream comedy. Well, I'll be there. So I think I'm just going to sneak up behind them with my uh, bargemonious T-shirt on. <laughs> Ban the barge, baby. It says do it we for- don't care about. It says we don't talk about barges. <laughs> Do it for human rights. Hashtag human rights. Hashtag human rights. <laughs> uh, you were saying during the break that you think the barges are done, though. You think they're going to they're they're, they're gonna pull them. I think day. they go. I think when Harmonious goes away, the barges go away, too. Wow. And why do you think, think that? What's your what's your what's your vibe check on that? People are saying that they think that it'll be a new show that uses the barges. That to me would make sense. I mean, they poured a lot of money into them. Wasn't a lot of that technology sort of, I don't know about proprietary, but it's pretty, pretty dang new, right? Yes. I suppose hydraulics are new. Uh, Okay. You know what I mean? Oh, gee, water. How new is that? Screen. Yeah. Whoa. Um, Well, here's okay. I could be wrong about this. I have been wrong on this show before and recently to the tune of a hundred dollars. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that, but I'm going to go ahead. You know what? I'm not going to let that stop me. I'm not going to have that hold me back. No, I think that the barges will go away because the, well, one, one person tweeted, like said, I have inside information. It's confirmed they're gone. So that started me thinking, okay. Um, so there's at least whispers about it. But two, this new show isn't debuting right away. It's not going to come out until later in, in 2023. But the Magic Kingdom new show will come out right away. And I think that's because... And so it, if, if it was just a matter of dropping a new show onto those barges, they can do that really quickly. But I think that it requires an equipment change because it's going away. They're bringing back the temporary Epcot forever show, which doesn't use that, those barges. It doesn't use that technology. It's just a fireworks show as fireworks, fireworks platforms. Oh, so I think that they need that time to figure out something else. Maybe they're modifying the existing barges into something else or stripping them and using some technology, but look at also world of color, world of color is getting a new show and it's coming out right away. Because it doesn't require an equipment change. You just reprogram it. So something about the the duration of this and the the interim show tells me that those barges are either going away or getting significantly modified. Well, let's bet on it. I'm kidding. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You want to go in for another hundred? I'll I'll totally do it. Because there's no timeline. The only only reason the the D23... Bet was beneficial because there was like an an agreed upon timeline. Well, no. When the new show debuts after Epcot Forever, if the barges mm. are there, oh not, well, that's true. I guess no, it's fine. I don't want to take more money from you. It's all right. So, what you think the barges are going to stay? You know, I, I don't know. I think you you have a better sense of that. You have your your pulse your your pulse on the finger, as they say, um, or the other way around. 
about what's going on over there. I don't I don't have anything to say about it. I don't know. I, I hope that they stay because just to annoy you. But I also hope they go away because I think it's a, it sends a big signal to Disney where it's like this is not what people want. People don't want it's the same thing you've been talking about for years. They don't people don't want big blue boxes. They don't want stuff in the way of their view, which is was the point of that whole lagoon and the point of why everything looks the way it does. So people can look across there. They can look around. They don't want to see big machinery in the way. Yeah. And I feel like that would show that would send a big signal. Like, hey, you there, guys need to like really refigure what you're doing. There is another blogger <laughs> who I would trust with my life. Oh. He's so accurate. I don't think I would ever trust a blogger with my life. Just <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, would, who I would I would bet money on what he says because he's generally right. He didn't say that he knows that the barges are going away, but he did say that he thinks it's possible that Disney senior leadership came out here mm-hmm. and looked at it and said, what we give you a lot of money for the show. And this is what you did with it. Like, it it's, <laughs> oh, not wow. even, it's not performing. And you've ruined the overall aesthetic of this park. Yeah. Absolutely, they did. And I think that they probably are like, this has to go. Well, I'll and tell you there what, was also not good feedback about it. Yeah. If they do get rid of the barges, will you finally be on board with Bob Chapek as your savior? As the savior yes, of Disney I'm already, Company? Right. I'm already moving in that direction. What was the other thing? Well, the fact that he ended Harmonious, I'm like, <laughs> great. <laughs> yeah. So, anyhow. Do I have a story? I don't know. Do you? I think you do. I do. Right. I do. The Candlelight Processional returns to Epcot's Christmas festivities, and there will be some new narrators who are celebrities. <laughs> I mean, you said you had a rhyme. You didn't say it was a good one. According to you, I've never <laughs> had a good one. <laughs> oh, there you go. Okay. Well, I decided to mix it up. We're going to play a little game. Let's play a game. Oh, let's play a game. All right. Hold on. There are four new celebrity narrators coming to the Candlelight Processional. And instead of just telling you who they are, yes. I'm going to play a clip. Or you're going to play a clip that I've provided to you, and that's your clue to who the narrator is. Okay, I can't wait. I love a the good first game. one's very hard, and you're not going to get it. But the rest of it, <laughs> I hope I get. I hope I get only this one. <laughs> I'll show great. you. All right. Well, would you please play number one? Do you know what that is? Yeah, I know it's the time war, but whoever that person is slaughtering it, it's, I wanted to say it's meatloaf, but meatloaf died. So he can't, <laughs> it can't be meatloaf, which is, I, I wish I could have seen meatloaf live. Um, Hey cat, hold on. Let me murder my cat for a second. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was a double gauge ball bearing bouncing off its skull. No, I'm kidding. I think you need a squirt gun. I have Don't they one. hate that? Uh, they do hate that. At, oh my god, I swear to god. This, Alright, whatever. I'll cut that out. It's fine. I don't know who that... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to do it just a couple seconds. Hold on. Tina Turner. <laughs> that would be great. You're not going to know who this is. It's a name... Uh, his name is Raul Esparza. Oh, yeah, I've never heard this person. Never that, heard of this he, person. He is in stuff and like he's he's out there, but um, he that is him in the 2000 Broadway revival of the Rocky Horror Picture Show. He's a big Broadway guy. Raul Esparza. Okay. Yes. I'm looking him up right now. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen him in my entire life. He does not look like he should sound like this. Right. Well, you know, that was 22 years ago. Hold on. Yeah. Grief. I took that away from you. Is the cat still in there? Yeah. Well, I mean, I like the cat. Uh, yeah, he does not look the way he that he should sound that way. So, twenty two years ago, when was that? I said the, the, you said the Broadway revival. That was a long time In ago. Two thousand, yeah. All right. Well, he will be reading from November thirtieth to December first. So, if you want to catch Raúl, that's your chance. Let's see about if you can guess number two. All right, here we go. I can do this one. Yeah, I bet she's the night. Stop it. <laughs> it's like this is like the our, this show's version of being Rick Rolled. I don't know what that is. <laughs> You know, where they, they uh, like people go, oh, I got this really cool. I saw this cool video. You might be interested in her. Check out this news story. And it's just a video clip. of It's a, a link to Rick Astley. You're uh, never going to give you up being Rick rolled. You never heard that? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
That's what that's what you just did to me. This is ears up version of being Rickrolled, playing a Josh Gad clip. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like you. That's amazing. That is so amazing. (laughs) Okay, so Josh Gad, he's new to it this year. Uh, He will be reading for three nights, December 10th, 11th, and 12th. Okay. And then if you want to stay for the 13th and the 14th, you can hear number three. Is that Gloria Estefan? It sure is. (laughs) Of the Miami Sound Machine. You know, the, the 80s and 90s were like full of like music and industry because you had CNC Music Factory then you had Miami yeah. Sound Machine had Vanilla and Ice. It. I don't know, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool, uh, I, man. Gloria Stefan. I bet she'd you know, do a little salsa while she's reading about, I don't know, Christ being born or something. I think she'll be great. I would like to go catch that one. Um, and Absolutely. I think I also love that song. Like the minute you hear that those trumpets. <laughs> it's like it's just like such a good feeling love it yeah absolutely and then our last newbie to the lineup is number four i think i need to get spiritually ready for this hold on <laughs> is it dick wolf nope oh is it the guy who plays this bass line no oh, i don't know who it is do you know what the song is yeah it's uh, uh SUV criminal SVU. intent. SVU, yeah. But I don't know yeah. who is it Mershka Hargate? It sure is. By the way, just so you know, I got three out of those four. Hey, very I got very good. all three of those other ones. Right. Can I try I something you... real fast? Oh, when when's Mersha Hargate gonna be on? She will be there December 19th and 20th. Okay. I'm gonna try something here. Yeah. I bet she's the nicest, gentlest, warmest person ever. <laughs> I'm just ruining it. Uh, I just want to. I just want to point that out. Three out of the four. Well, you did great. That's Thanks, exactly man. how many I expected you to get. <laughs> okay. Uh, they will be joined by many returning celebrity narrators, including Marie Osmond, oh. Whoopi Goldberg, the. A famous Neil Patrick Harris, who basically that's like what Josh got is turning into, like where they just can't stop shoving him in my face. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, but I like Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah. Cal just, Ripken Jr. Cal. Edward James almost. Oh, and that would be good. Yeah. Among others, the candlelight processional performs nightly at Epcot throughout December and features a symphony orchestra, the voices of Liberty and a chorus of voices formed of Disney world cast members and it tells the traditional Christmas story. So very exciting stuff. Yeah. Sounds cool. Those new, new people. Yeah. I think Gloria Estefan and Edward James almost, I think would be my two, my two ones for sure. I've seen it twice. I saw it with Gary Sinise. Oh yeah. Gary Sinus, baby. (laughs) And I saw it was the girl who is Moana. Oh, Alui Caravel or whatever. Her name is hard to say for me. Yeah. And then I think she I seems cool. Right I follow her on Instagram. She seems like a, like a, just a cool person. Yeah. She did. All right. That's all right. Well, you know, yeah, I mean, you're reading. What are you going to do? You know what I mean? How do you no screw that up? Sinus. And then Christ was born. <laughs> yeah. He said, Hey, come on. I'm hungry down here. Hungry down here. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't know this stuff happened. Jeremy, there is apparently no need to wait until October 31st to celebrate Halloween. The party's already started on the Disney dream cruise ship out of port of Miami. If you're tired wow. of the same old neighborhood trick or treating with the kids and have already experienced the spooky season at Walt Disney world's theme parks, Disney cruise line is welcoming you aboard with a hearty ahoy matey. Themed cruises of all kinds are happening throughout the beginning of next year, but more on that later. For Floridians visiting Disney World, God, dude, shut the... (sighs) Okay, so apparently there's a a Halloween-themed Disney cruise, and it sounds awesome. It's a three-day Halloween cruise to the Bahamas. Sure. Yeah, I love it. I didn't even know this happened. Disney lovers young and old will be charmed by all the attention to detail in every corner of the ship. It's designed to perfection... Equal parts class and Disney nostalgia. Nobody does holidays better than Disney, so expect lots of jack-o'-lanterns and costume characters everywhere on this Halloween cruise. I have friends who just did this. Oh, really? Like a week or two ago. Yeah. Wow. No, it sounds it sounds cool. Um, and you know, you go in in costumes, and there's um, 
uh, you know, all sorts of fun stuff. Yeah, they went as the Main Street Electrical Parade. How great is that? That's pretty good. Yeah, I, I just had no idea that Disney did like themed cruises like that. It sounds neat. They totally do. Um, and last but not least, this is just, you know, we do sort of like, uh, you know, this week in clickbait news kind of stuff where we'd like to, yeah. you know, make fun of Disney blogs. This yeah. is more of a, of a making fun of Disney uh, fans on the Internet because it's funny. <laughs> also, my favorite thing to do. A TikTok video is going viral after its creator claimed Walt Disney World Resort in Orlando, Florida, with banned strollers beginning October 1st. The news made fans of the Disneyland Resort wonder if a similar policy would begin in Anaheim. David Vaughn, a theme park content creator who covers the Walt Disney Company, debunked the rumor, posting on Twitter that the Disneyland Resort and Walt Disney World Resort would not ban strollers on October 1st or any time after that. The video, which has approximately 2.6 million views, was an act of satire, which, no, it's, that's not satire. Just saying a thing that's incorrect is not satire, but whatever. But many viewers took the creator's words to heart. So I pulled some of the... You want to like see the video or like listen to it at all or whatever? Yes, give it to me. Oh my God, this is awful. Why are you on TikTok? You have to get off of there. Well, uh, I do have a TikTok <laughs> account, but also... Um, you know, it was part of a news article. What are you going to do, man? It's just garbage. It is garbage for sure. And it's like one of the only things that after I watch for five minutes or whatever, I feel stupider. And then yeah. people say that about social media, like, oh, I just lost five IQ points. You really do watching TikTok. It is just the worst. Yeah. But anyway, here's this TikTok video. Breaking Disney news. Breaking news at Walt Disney World. The company's announced today that as of October 1st, they will be banning strollers in the theme parks. You cannot bring your strollers, nor will you be able to rent them. Little children will have to walk all day long. And this is as a result of the traffic jams made by strollers, people stealing from them. It's too much of a problem. So no more strollers. This is the guy who I said I would trust my life with. Is it really? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Wow. Was that satire or were you just joking? <laughs> so in the hashtag, it's like all, you know, Disneyland, green screen, whatever. But then there's a fake news and a Babylon B, which is like a satire site. But this is not this is not nowhere near fake. No, this is nowhere near satire. You know what I mean? But yeah. People really believed it. People actually really bought into it. And um, it's actually pretty funny. So here are a few comments that I thought were pretty cool. John Tara Martin Payne. First of all, how many names do you need? <laughs> right. what's going on and is this like uh where people used to have joint facebook accounts or it's like jackie and alan tomlinson <laughs> you know i don't know if that's what's worse the people who have a joint facebook account or the people who have separate ones but then write on each other's walls things like love you i mean i, like, e I email my wife it's the same thing i guess right <laughs> no because it's not on display oh that's true uh, anyway, John says, what about babies? Exclamation point. Not question mark. Just exclamation point. What about babies? What about babies? What do you do with them? Period. Well, John, I don't know. Um, what do you do with babies? Are you, you planning on having some? Like what, what is, what is this? These are two statements that don't make any sense. Yeah. Uh, Jake Hibbard says, I hope this is true. <laughs> it, it literally says it's not. It literally says it's <laughs> fake, but whatever, Jake, that's fine. John Holding says, I wish this was true. It literally has a Babylon B hashtag in this in the description. Ha ha ha. But for reals, ban the oversized ones. Well, okay, John, they are, and they've been banned for a little bit, so there you go. Yeah, he's Good honestly, job. but they're not really enforcing it. Oh, really? You know, we went to the yeah. zoo the other day, um, last Friday, and there were there were those oversized ones that you saw at Disneyland and Disney World, but they had it was like wide enough for two children to sit in car seats next to each other and they had like a th table where they're eating and it was just carting them around it's like what do you do it made no sense there were a ton of those things there flaw boy fla boy maybe he's from florida i don't know i'm sure uh his comment was source please <laughs> you're not in a debate class dog i mean i don't know look at what are you talking about this guy is the source that's right uh, Naima McCaskill says, is this true? Two exclamation or two question marks. OMG. If, if I had a baby, I would not go because I have carpal tunnel and can't hold anything for long. Not even a phone. Death, not a baby. Yeah. You're not having a baby anytime soon. 
Not with a comment like that. I mean, nope. Is this true? Because I have carpal tunnel and I can't even hold a phone. Right. Well, how are you watching and commenting on this video with your carpal tunnel? It's just, it's such a like, who cares about your carpal tunnel and you can't hold a phone? Definitely not a baby. No, what do you, this person isn't your friend. You don't need to get this deep into the conversation with this person. It's very odd. Craftsman 7188 says, a place for kids of all ages is becoming less kid friendly. Yeah. yeah there people you don't go. Know that, like they don't. I can't. Some, oh, we're not done. Some girl 959. Oh. Only a few more left. Some girl 959. She says, when I worked at Small World, parking strollers was my least favorite part. <laughs> cool. Man. Thank you Thanks. for weighing yeah. in. Thanks for jumping in on this conversation and telling us <laughs> the least favorite part of your job. <laughs> that I guess revolved around strollers, but also it's sort of a given. I mean, if you're hired to, you know, get people on board, people on rides, the last thing you want to be doing is moving strollers around. Cast members love to let you know that they're cast members. <laughs> <laughs> and what then, and the parts of the, the job that they don't like, right. I didn't really like doing this part of the job that I wasn't really hired for, but you sort of have to do <laughs> user five, four, three, two, one, zero, five, four, 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 eight, seven, four says, how the heck can they do that? <laughs> well, number one, it's their company. They can do whatever they want. Number two, they didn't. So there you go. And the last one, Sherry Sherbear <laughs> says, um, what if they are not walking yet or very young? Two to three years old? Question mark, question mark. Two and under are free. So apparently there are small kids that come, which I felt was a lot to unpack in this because if they're wa- if they're not walking yet or very very young, two to three years old, is that are the kids are walking? And what do you where are you going with this? Apparently, there are small kids that come because two and under are free. So, have you ever been to the parks? Like, what motivates? Yeah, apparently, back to my original story. What motivates people to say this stuff? What motivates Sherry to jump in this dude's comments and just ask a random question into the ether of the internet? And postulate that I guess there are small children that go to Disneyland, which is why there are strollers. And like, that's why strollers exist in the first place. Sherry weird Sherry. people on the Internet are weird and they sort of creep me out. That's all I got. OK, well, this really wasn't a story, um, but I thought I would maybe talk about it because I caused another bit of a Twitter kerfuffle. You did. OK, yeah, let's hear it, baby. Well, so, you know. Saturday is Epcot's 40th anniversary. Very exciting. Yes. And they always crap on Epcot. They don't do anything for it. Like, no, they, they, they haven't really announced much. So within the last few weeks, they're, they're cobbling stuff together. They're trying to figure it out. They're going to do this D23 live stream. But like, there's not really anything for it. There's hardly any merch. And the ones that's there, it looks terrible. Epcot is to you what Tomorrowland is to us. Okay. Yeah. They don't honor it. They don't. Nobody cares about Tomorrowland out here. Nobody cares. Yeah. Well, we don't, we don't do anything about people it. mover. Oh, that's right. So the Disney blog, the Disney parks blog pulls out Kartika Rodriguez. She is the vice president of Epcot. Kartika. Uh, Kartika. Kartika. That's a cool name. I like it. Yeah. It's a cool name. So she's all about, so she has like a, a post on the Disney blog, Disney parks blog. And She's talking about celebrating 40 years of Epcot, leading the magic of possibilities. Okay. And so she goes on and she's talking about how, you know, there's only a few days to go before the 40th anniversary of Epcot that we're not doing anything for. And I hope you've been enjoying all the stories from this blog series and counting down to October 1st and blah, blah, blah. And she says, I've been honored or I've had the honor to lead Epcot as its vice president since 2021. And then she goes into... And one of my first and favorite memories at the park goes back nearly 23 years when I first launched my career at Walt Disney World. Okay. 23 years ago is 1999. Okay. I took my parents to Epcot to give them a little taste of what my new job as an industrial engineer was all about. For my father, it was his first visit. I will never forget watching his face as he saw the Epcot from riding Soren to Immediately, I go riding Soren 23 years ago. And I'm like, that came out in 2005. <laughs> <laughs> and then I like 
well, how, and I go, well, that's 17 years ago. So what is this story? Well, she did say nearly. <laughs> when you say nearly 20 you years ago, you don't mean six year buffer zone. Right. I would say like <laughs> around. So I can't figure this out. Yeah. So. And I think it's because they I think they want to they want this near like they I think they think we don't trust them, which we don't. But like so they have to create these connections. They're always trying to like, oh, this is oh, yeah. my like, you know how they made up that whole thing about Bob Chape or Bob Chapek, like driving from Illinois all the way to Florida. Didn't make, like, they didn't make that up. He did that. He is a salt of the earth blue collar man. So I I just think that there's like something going on with Disney marketing where they're like, here's your story. Oh, for sure. They hone the story. They craft the story. I mean, just like they massaged Walt Disney's signature and made it more artistic. And that's what they use. Right. It's right. the same thing. It's the same story that they try to sell you where it's like, well, Walt had the spark of imagination when he sat on this bench in Griffith Park to build Disneyland. No, he had that idea for the park and he was actively speaking about it in the 30s. But th- 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 that's not as cute and homely as it is, uh, you know, right. As he was doing it in the 50s. So I read that and immediately I was like, you know what? This is so, like, this is just lies. Why am I even? And I'm like, why am I even reading this? This is just gibberish. It's, it's, it's all false. So I got a little annoyed. I screenshot it and I highlight the key <laughs> points of the story. a boy. And I tweet it and I said, look, I know it's nitpicking, but she says that her favorite memory is her dad riding Soren 23 years ago at her new job. And Epcot. It, in Epcot. In Disney World, right, yeah. And I put, it opened at Epcot 17 years ago in 2005. Either her memory is fuzzy or these stories are fake. <laughs> but please do a little math. <laughs> and no one ever, I don't really get a whole lot of attention on Twitter. People, like, you know, I think, I think I'm, I'm throttled or something. Like, no <laughs> my stuff. But, yeah. A certain... WDW. Your your hero came to your rescue. You are the lowest lane of the Twitter world of Diz Twitter. Up on it, yeah. Retweeted me, and I went, and I am up to now seventy six thousand impressions, <laughs> likes, retweets. You can't imagine the activity. It was a, it was a a slew of activity <laughs> overtook my Twitter account. Not one new follow. Pia. Uh, so yeah, I think I think gone happened. are the days of like. Going viral-ish and getting a bunch of new followers. Yeah, no, no one's looking at it. No one cares. No. So, but that was anything. I call, so I was calling out the vice president of Epcot <laughs> for her false narrative. You should have but tagged then, her and asked her. Well, so then someone actually did reply and said, well, she actually started in 2006. Hmm. And I was like, okay. So I went to her LinkedIn page. <laughs> investigative and, journalism and it is she it does seem that she started in 2006 so now i can't figure out where the 23 years ago thing came from so if you started in 2006 you've been there for 16 years right so why are you saying that you've been that your memories go back nearly 23 years ago when you had a new job at epcot so something's wrong right either her math is wrong like you said her math is either wrong or she screwed up the story. She screwed up the script. But I can't believe that Disney. I mean, I think Disney would do a lot of stuff to, you know, sell the story and sell the magic and the wonderment or whatever. Right. But I don't think that they would go that far as to make an employee lie for six or seven years and bend that because it's hard to remember. So I feel like either she just messed up the math. And then when she was remembering the story and nobody caught it or I, that's the only thing I can think of. But doesn't she know how long she's been at that company? I guess not. Maybe it sucks Who the life out of you. That? I don't know. You don't know the difference between 16 years and 23 years? Well, that's especially because... Big difference. Yeah, well, it was such a, a key memory for you because you were celebrating your new job. Right. And you're certain of the year, which was 99. I feel like everybody knows where they were in 1999, or at least what she they were doing. She didn't say 1999. Oh, because 20, you just did the, the I did the math. math. Okay, I yeah. said 20, that's 23 years ago is 99. I mean, maybe. And I wanted to illustrate that that is six years away from when that ride even opened. Maybe Epcot has the president they deserve. One who can't do math. Maybe there should be a ride about, uh, you know, whatever her name is, is, you know, uh, journey through numbers or something. Yeah. 
Well, someone replied and said, oh, she's one of the good ones. And I'm like, I'm not saying she's not a good person. I'm just saying the story doesn't add up. Yeah, she has a cool name. Leave her alone, Jeremy. (laughs) And then someone else said, I'm more worried about the hurricane. (laughs) Cool. Here, let me send you a link to a TikTok video you can jump in the comments for. (laughs) No one cares. I'm more worried. I don't care what you're worried about. I'm not. I'm more worried about this lady's math skills. Well, like, you know what? Shut up also because I've got skin in the hurricane game. So how about you (laughs) both? You know what? I'm here. Okay. So I can tweet this and do the hurricane at the same time. That's right. No, I have to be all encompassing, focused on one thing and one thing only, which is just breathing, really. Yeah. So that's, that was my, (laughs) because what was the other one? Oh, because I got, he retweeted me. Like a he wrote a blog. He wrote an article about you, and I forget what it was oh, about. I appeared now. in the article. That's right. Yeah, but he he. I think he maybe liked it or something. I don't remember. Anyhow, that's my story. Who knows, man? Well, that's a good story, Jeremy. Ah, uh, just bringing you up to speed. I'm gonna cut that out as a sound, even though it is sort of like piercing. Um, I do like it. Yeah, it's great. It is great. Gee, can I do this? I wonder. Oh, you're like Pete. Here we go. Wait. Oh, I like the play out version. Anyway, whatever. I could just sit here and literally for five minutes trying to loop this. Dude. <laughs> Getting good at it. Um, you know, I'm all right, man. <laughs> I missed that one. All right. Anyway, thanks very much, everybody, for tuning into uh, whatever we're doing. Ears, ears up in depth. <laughs> we need to read the internet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we had a good time as usual. I do love the show, and I do love doing it. Next week on Thursday, it's going to be my show on the main show on Ears Up. We're talking about the original idea for the Haunted Mansion. Not necessarily really the original idea, but sort of how the idea of the Haunted Mansion as it is was sort of cultivated and, and what went on behind the scenes. I've, I've already done what it was supposed to be. Like people thought it was going to be a boat ride and a walkthrough or whatever. But we're talking much more about how how that came about as far as uh, as far as a ride and who was working on it and that kind of, you know, just a little bit deeper into the Haunted Mansion history because it's October. It's getting spooky season and Ooh, it is. Yeah, I'm excited about it. And then the week after that, well, I mean, the, the a couple weeks after that, I guess, we're going to have our Ears Up Spooky Stories, which Terrence is supposed to be on for. He's going to write oh, a story nice. for us. Yeah. I don't know. He might actually be in studio. We've sort of put it out to everybody like, hey, if you want to come in, you know, do COVID tests, please. Um, and then don't have COVID when you show up, but uh, come come in. And so it might be an in-studio thing. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Oh, my word. That'll be exciting. So, Jeremy, I don't, I've never really formally invited you to this. Do you want to do that? You haven't that? formally invited. You haven't casually invited me. To That's, true. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's um, true. Do you want to do, do a spooky story? Do you have to write? Do you create a write? No, I don't want to do that. All right. Do you just want to sit in and laugh? Maybe. All right, maybe you go on Day another show it? then. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'll send you the the. I'll Taryn send you a link. Send me the information. What day? It's not next week. There you go. That was a good. One. No, it's not. It's like the twenty second or no, the thirteenth or so. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Anyway, thanks everybody for tuning in. I appreciate it. And uh, oh, the music stopped. Until next time, we'll see you later. Shake your body, baby, do that conga. No, you can't control yourself any longer. Come on, shake your body, baby, do that conga. No, you can't control yourself any longer. Yeah, I bet she's the nicest. <laughs>